the line you are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. okay it's 9 minutes after 5 o'clock All right, we move over to this conversation. Next, we speak to Dr. Megan Cole, who's a junior research fellow at the Future Water Institute at the University of Cape Town. A new study has found that 6 million people who live in mining communities will be adversely affected by mining closures. This as economists have predicted that mining and coal activities will decline in the next 5 years and new investment in the sector um have dried up. Our next guest has called on the government to consider the impact of social economic environmental risks on communities um that is Megan Cole and she now joins us on the line uh, Dr Cole good afternoon thank you so much for making time for us Hi Alden thanks for having me Sure so what does this mean that 6 million people will be affected by the mining closures a lot of the time when we speak about the just energy transition the focus tends to be on the individual that is employed it doesn't expand beyond the individual and the people that are dependent on them Yes, exactly. Um so this study is sort of built on a few years of research looking at where are our minds and who are the people that are actually affected by our minds. And what's striking is how many of our local municipalities actually host operating mines, it's about over a quarter, and then how many people are living close to a mine or are in some way affected by the mine, which is that that number of 6 million. Um but I think what's uh, important is that uh up front is is mine closure while it's ever with all mine um we have over 200 mines and the the closures are going to happen over time um this is going to be a slow transition it's not going to happen overnight um and so this study was really trying to put the data forward saying where the mines going to close who's going to be affected um and and that we have time to plan um so let's um look more closely at the the data and see what we can do about does the data or the research look at all um at the promises that have been made that sure there will be the just energy transition and that would mean that some people would lose their jobs and the commitment that has been made is that uh, some people would need to be upskilled so that they find jobs in other sectors and sometimes perhaps maybe still in the mineral sector but not necessarily in the coal sector does the research look into that and how many people would then be employed Um yeah, so that's actually a separate study I did on specifically the um coal mining sector. There are about 100,000 direct jobs that would be affected by um closing both power plants and coal mines. But again, that's that's going to be over time. Um you know, starting in the next few years, it's all the way out to 50 years or so from now. So again, it's going to be a transition. Um we actually saw a transition in KwaZulu-Natal in the 1980s and 90s or most of the coal mines there closed um and there was a transition into different economic activities. Um so we do have some history of it uh, we can learn lessons um and we do have time to plan to to alleviate the negative impact um of these closures. Yeah. But what we've realized with the with the with the gold mines for instance that have closed down is once the mine closes down um the economy of the town that is next to the mine just comes to a standstill. 
um, the the economic activity um, does not move beyond mining being at the core of the economy or that drives the economy. What are the lessons that you think that should be drawn from that? And also, with that said, is when it comes to the um, when it comes to the corporate social responsibility of of of, of mining companies. Um, and then, or sometimes at least some of them failing to adhere to what they have agreed to with regards to their um, license conditions when it comes to a corporate social responsibility, but also the lack of enforcement that is coming from the issuer of the license. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of questions in there, um, a lot of topics. So I think what's important with this study is the this is a national picture of the whole country. And I was trying to get... Uh, Sort of compare all these different mines because each one has a very unique context um, and sort of give a, an, a rating of where are our most important, our sort of biggest priorities, where are the most urgent um, social risks, and the most urgent environmental risks, and where are the mines going to close uh, soonest. Um, so we can look at regional patterns or trends and we can actually. Um, like it's gold, there wasn't much planning for these closures, but now we can look at this data and say, okay, we can see this area is going to be affected. This is how many people, and these are the the sort of so the social data we've got in the study looks at the current uh, sort of well-being or adaptive capacity of the people there. It also looks at the local government. What capacity does the local government have to cope? Um, and then it looks at the environment. Um, What's the biodiversity loss potential? Or is there arable land there? Are there strategic water resources there? There's a whole host of different things you need to look at. And without having that data and that information, um, you can't plan and you can't make good decisions on, on how to transition away from mining into other sectors. Is there a successful case study that we can look at where a mine had closed down? and uh, the economy of the community surrounding that mine was still able to thrive? Sure. Um, it, it really depends on where the mine is located. Um, and you see the remote mines, um, those communities really struggle, or areas where they're completely dependent on mining. But um, like in South Africa, it was in the Gold, Johannesburg was built on gold. So we have this mm. three huge metropolitan areas. Um, which mining is actually now a very small part of that local economy. And so mine closure there doesn't have a big impact um, compared to, say, a remote town in the Northern Cape where mine closure has a huge impact. Um, so really the local context is important. And there are cases where mines close and another one opens up and actually um, there isn't much impact at all. Um, so it really is context-specific. What do you think the priority of the state should be now as we pursue the just energy transition? Yeah, so I think we really need to consider who is being affected at the local level um, and getting into the specifics, because I think there's been a lot of talk at the national level um, and at the provincial level. Um, we have a framework, we have policies, um, we have plans, but they don't go right down to that very um, disaggregated level. And that's what um, this study is trying to contribute to. So let's actually look at all these uh, individual communities, these individual ecosystems, these individual mines, and say, what's this context? What are mm. these risks? Um, and let's actually plan for 
Yeah. <laughs> Does it seem that local government has the competency for that? Uh, no, the, the data collected is quite um, disturbing. <laughs> There's quite low capacity and mm. quite poor audit reports coming out of most of the um, local municipalities where mines are situated. So that's a major concern. You can have you can have the national will or the international uh, pressure, but if at the local level you don't actually have the, the money or the capacity. Um, you know, that's going to be really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Because also some of these municipalities actually get their revenue from yes. um, major, major mega projects like what happens in mines. Yes. Yeah, I mean, mines often um, are huge contributors to the local municipalities' revenue through electricity and water, but also they contribute to local economic development. Um, each mine has to have a social and labor plan. And in that, they have to engage with the local municipality and come up with a set of projects, things like contributing to schools and clinics and small business development. Um, so when the mine closes, all of that um, disappears. So that yeah, is a big concern. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Dr. Megan Calder, Senior um, Research Fellow at the Future Water Institute in, uh, at the University of Cape Town.